Want to know how to start a podcast and record for free? I use the Anchor app. Anchor distributes your podcast quickly and free. And guess what? You can also make money from your podcast. You can record and edit your podcast from your phone anytime and anywhere. Everything you need to make a great and successful podcast. Just download the free Anchor app or you could go to anchor.fm to begin. At least that's what I did. Good y'all, we back with another episode of Midnight Zone It's your boy 4AM And, uh, we ain't doing a hotline no more Let me go ahead and turn it right now Well, yes we is, but I've been venturing off doing some shit And I've seen some shit That I find hysterically funny And before I tell you guys what that is Let me give a big shout out to our sponsor The Melanin Company Melanin Company is a boxer brief brand for men located in Atlanta. You can shop online, 95% bamboo, 5% spandex, made in China, but cultured in Atlanta. So ladies, if you're listening, go shop up with the Melanin Company. But yeah, shout out to my nigga Ern Staten. That's my dog. Shout out to him. And the link is in my bio, Instagram, and Twitter. If you got my number, text me. I'll send it to you. Inbox me, DM me, Reddit me, kick me. Whatever you need to do to get this link to purchase and buy, you do that. Jumping into what I was saying previously before I was... Oh yeah, uh, like and subscribe on the YouTube. Go comment and all that other good shit. Midnight Zone Podcast on YouTube. We worldwide. Yeah, follow my game at TikTok. I'll be posting my game clips on there. Spanking ass and Madden, dropping bodies in Call of Duty, and and knuckle clustering shit in Apex. So. Yeah, follow all the little Instagrams and stuff like that. Yeah, you know the Instagrams. Y'all follow me. Have me on Facebook. Stacy from the wood, 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 nigga. You know the vibes, nigga. Don't say my name, homie. Y'all, y'all know who it is. 4AM, a.k.a. Stacy from the wood, a.k.a. Don't say my name, homie. You know, you know the vibes. Fuck you think my sister a hoe You think she a fucking toy or something nigga Yeah y'all know the vibes Anyway um, <clears throat> I was up maybe 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning Scrolling right y'all And I like to get on Reddit I don't really do social media too heavy um, But I like, I, I like Reddit I love Reddit a lot Reddit is my thing I love me some Reddit And uh, I came across something called Ask Reddit 31 million people in this particular, you know, Reddit page just asking questions. So I tap it. I read some of the questions. I'm laughing for an hour. Me and Eve up, you know, me and my cinnamon apple, we laying there laughing for an hour. So I tap it and I come across Ask Reddit After Dark. And that's when it took a turn for the funniest fucking worst you could ever imagine. So what I decided to do was take a break from the hotline. Y'all can still text the hotline, but I want to read some of the shit and some of the responses I've seen on Reddit. Right here we have, and we're going to give our responses and our answers, and we're going to read some of the ones in the comments. We have one here that says, have you ever watched people have sex in person or been watched in person while having sex? What? Have you ever watched somebody have sex? Have you? 
Or have you ever watched somebody? Or have you ever been in a room while somebody was getting their lip back broke? You hear me? Or have anybody ever been in a room while you was getting your lip back broke? You hear me? And don't lie to the family now. Don't lie to the family. When? When? This time. You was there. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So, there was another time, like, way before I met you, that I was in the room with somebody. Oh, okay. Having sex, but, you know, I didn't watch. Like, my back was turned. Shit, I'd have been, I'd have been stalking, gawking, and watching. Hello. Yeah, we know you would have beat me to death. Show you right. Show you right. <laughs> Nah, so <clears throat> I show him. So this post said, "Yup, I watched my boyfriend with another girl, and he watched her with me as well." If that's how you get down, baby. So I gave a then what? I gave no, 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 no. It's not that I can't read it. I gave a then boyfriend a blowjob in front of his friends once. Oh, okay. I gave a past boyfriend a blowjob. In front of his friends once Although my head was covered with a jacket They were cheering me on It felt hot yet scary I'm just, <laughs> I'm just glad this is before Smartphones or video cameras And social media was a thing So you got some Yeah we did that before too So you got some weird ass nigga talking about something that's really hot So this girl said I was in a poly relationship Slash sugar baby situation with a wealthy married couple in my first year of college. I typically have sex with the husband while the wife watched and played with us off of film. So, somebody says, so some women like doing the cuckold thing. Now, I never knew women was into that. I knew some guys was into the whole cuckold thing. And for those that don't know what cuckold is, it is where you allow your girlfriend to get that little back beat in by somebody else while you sit there and watch. That's the cuckoo thing. Like, that's kind of weird to me, though. Like, well, I see if you were partaking also, but you just want to watch it happen. Like, like a real live porno. Yeah. No, not me. I don't, I don't like that shit. But yeah, that's some people like My wife does. It's not cuckold. She just enjoys watching. Okay. So there's some freaks out here in the world. There's some freaks out here. Okay. First of all, speaking of me, I've yes, I've been in a room while somebody got their back brown out. Funny story about that. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell that story. Oh, you know I'm going to tell that story. You know I'm finna tell a story. We got you covered, Captain. We got you covered. Should I read maybe a few more of these and then tell wait, a story? Wait, wait. Tell or tell a story? story. Okay, so first off, y'all. Um Y'all know Trace is my best friend. Shout out to my dog Trizzy. You know, shout out to my dog Tracy. And uh Stacy and Tracy. Stacy and Tracy. Don't say my name, homie. Anyway. Uh so Trace was fucking his mother's 
best friend daughter. Now how this story now how this story transpire is I'm over, I was at Trace house every weekend. Every blood clot weekend I was at his house. And uh he like, yo, I'm not gonna say her name. I'm gonna keep that, you know, disclosed. Shorty Okay. Okay, Asia coming over, bro. I'm like, okay. So it's me, Trace, and our other best friend, John. John's a childhood friend. Um, so me, Trace, and John is over there. So I'm like, well, is she fucking all of us? Like, am I fucking too? Because, like, what is she coming for, bro? We could be in the studio. He like, I mean, I'm quite sure she will. I'm like, all right. Well, let me, I'm like, well, I'm about to hit the bar then and get her drunk. And take it. Second, no, that's not what I said. Wow. I did go to the bar. <laughs> I did go to the bar. I did go to the bar. So I'm like, bro, I'm about to hit the bar and get some drinks. So Trace like bet. So um, me and John walk to the bar, or whatever. What the fuck? Hold on one second. Okay, there we go. So me and John walk to the bar, or whatever. And I get some. At the time, this was when everybody was drinking Amsterdam and around. I get a I get a bottle of a peach Amsterdam, a case of coolers, and I got something. I got something. I'm so we get back to the crib. She's already there. So she came after we walked to the bar. Mind y'all, I am not 21 yet. Let's make that clear. Eat them bars over east never carded me. This was 2012. I was maybe 16, 17. No. Nah. I was about 17 because this was the winter time because I had on, had on a, uh, a peacoat. So this had to be like, yeah, I was about 17. So, no, it was fall. Either way, I was 17. So we get back, she in a room. The way Trace's room is set up, up against the windows, when you, so when you walk through the door, on the right-hand side, we had a couch. Um, on the left-hand side, it was his closet. It was a walk-in closet. And we had two little, one of them little, you know, them little plastic chairs. So, and right in front of you, up against the windows, was the bed. So, she's sitting on the bed. Mind you, she know who we are. She know who we are. So, I'm like, well, I'm like, what's good with your age? And she's like, hey, get up, give me a hug. You know, she dapped John up, whatever, whoop de whoop. So, we talking, you know, Cassie just talking, because she's chilling, she's sitting on the bed chilling. He, he laying there. I'm drinking, I'm pouring, I'm like, you want some? She like, no, I'm like, ah, here, drink some, girl. You know you want a little swiggy, swig. Drink some of this, go ahead. Put that up in you. Get your blood boiling. Go ahead, put this up in you, baby. Put that up in you. I give her a cup, pour, pour a little, uh, pour some uh, Amsterdam in there, boop, hand it a cup. So we talking, I'm drinking, we talking, John drinking, Trace drinking. So, I don't, honestly, this is the part where I don't remember I don't know if the liquor kicked in and I just blacked out for a minute and don't remember. I don't know how they started fucking. I really could not tell you how the sex transpired. I just know they was he had the blanket over him like a cape and she was bent over and he beat on the back end. So John gay ass it's not funny. John Gay ass decided to hop on a computer because we had, you know, the monitors, the speakers hooked up to the laptop. 
Trace's dad is always sitting on the couch. That's his spot. He's that's his spot, the couch at the bottom of the steps. Trace's mother room is down the hall. Her mother is in there. Shorty is moaning loud. She is. She's moaning loud. I don't know how nobody can hear her. Maybe somebody did hear her. I don't know. I did not give a fuck. I'm just like, okay, this, so, all right, so I don't know. You just sitting here confused, like, like, No, my dick wasn't hard yet. That, that's, that, no, my dick wasn't hard. So, when did that come? Hold on. So, John Gay ass decided to play. It's not funny, because it pissed me off until this day me and Trace talk about this shit. Lick, lick, lick by Pleasure P. I'm like, why the fuck are you playing that? Trace like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? So she's laughing. He like, I'm trying to protect y'all because y'all motherfuckers is loud. Protect them what? Trace like, protect us from who? Mac probably can hear y'all. I don't he like, I don't give a fuck. He's still going. I don't give a fuck. Like niggas don't care. Mac know what the fuck. First of all, first of all, it just clicked in my head. Her mother and ja- her mother and Jackie left. So they wasn't there, but Mac was there. Mac know what the fuck three boys and one girl in one room doing with the door shut. Trust me, he ain't dumb. He ain't dumb. First of all, what she wore there was she had on uh, the legging material shorts, volleyball shorts, sort of kind of, and some slippers and a crop top. She came there to get that. She knew what it was. She dressed like she lived down the street. She did. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah, she lived like three, four blocks down. He lived on Linwood. She lived, um, you know where that laundromat is across from the library? Yeah. Down the hill? Mm-hmm. They lived on that side street. You know where DJ Bunk used to live at? Yeah. She lived right across from Bunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's, I think that was, I don't know. Anyway, um, so long story short, I'm like, all right, shit. So mind you, I think I drunk too much. Me trying to get everybody else drunk, I drunk too much. And... Once John stopped playing that, I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? He, he's playing what you doing. So, what the so fuck? Not a full conversation, but he's, yeah. So he said, yo, do me a favor. And hand me his phone. I know what that means. Oh my God. No, you did not. Yeah, so I'm like, fuck it. But when, I, when he give me his phone, it was already written on the, in a text. She's scared. I'm like, oh, this bitch bluffing. She bluff niggas out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> now a nigga gotta take it. It's like, no, but- I'm gonna. <laughs> Bro, you wildin'. <laughs> no, I'm fucking I'm with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. So, anyway. Um, so I like, all right, fuck it. She blah, blah. I ain't, all right, fuck it. So I recorded, I recorded for him, emailed it to myself. Just... God, you know the vibes. But no, so I recorded for him, whatever, whatever. Her mother get back. They had to stop. Her mother like, come on, we get, you know, we finna go. I got the bitch, yo. Um, so I don't feel like going more into that. I'm gonna stop there because more happened. I thought we were gonna go to jail for rape. I'm gonna leave it alone. No, because her mother didn't catch them, but her mother knew what was going on and caught an attitude. And you know how bitches lie and say, oh, they forced me 
She didn't do that at all. I thought she was, cause her mother was cussing her out. Mind you, we 16, 17. I'm over like, you doing that, that man, whatever. Didn't matter. I stopped there. Moving forward. Yes, yes, but I wasn't gonna get into that in the podcast. But yes, that's what that 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 that, that one. I just wasn't going. I was trying to cut this story short before I even got there. Um, yeah, that's that that shit was just wild. That whole that whole night was wild. That's a, that's a story I gotta tell people in private because that whole night was wild. Um, anyway, so that's my story. Yes, I've been in the room with somebody, and yes, I have been. Yes, and yes, I have been. In, yes, I have had someone. In the room while you know I was doing what I did. Of course, of course. So back to this Reddit shit for y'all. It says, Do you like it when do guys like it when you lick their gooch? Bitch, no, you not licking up no Gucci grease over. Bitch, lick my gooch. I'ma question her. I'm a question, not on a fucking Gooch grease, but I'm a question a female if she decides to ask to lick a nigga Gooch. How many Gooches have you licked? Why are you licking niggas Gucci bag? Why is you licking that? It's just flat right there. So you just decide to lick some flat skin. What would that even feel like? What is your best? Ex- so this says, what is your best experience of 69ing? This is stupid. Because soon as she starts sucking, I'm going to stop licking, so I'm done. You, you, you lost me, bitch. Bit. Wow. I'm going to knee you in your fucking eye. That, see, we all going to be fucked up then, sure. Anyone else? Yeah, no, we're not going to do that one, baby. But yeah, um, I ain't going to do no more of these goddamn acts ready to after dog, because this ain't that type of podcast. It's Midnight Zone, but this ain't that type of podcast. So... These we gonna we gonna get back to y'all on these ex reddits because some of these is wild and I don't and yeah but you know how many you know you know how many people posting this shit like yeah. uh, like per hour so that's why we gonna get it together for the people and we gonna and you know we gonna give it to y'all better next week I just wanted to introduce y'all to that ex reddit you know uh, okay hold on wait 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 wait. It says, what is your, f- what is your, I can't tell if you're joking a really dense moment. For the people Because we got a lot to discuss So like I said This Reddit shit We gonna get back to y'all on that It's really good We just were not prepared tonight about that That was on the fly And I like to keep it honest with y'all But these topics These topics I'm gonna start off with 
is chivalry dead? Is chivalry dead? So you want me to go first? Yeah. Um, I believe chivalry is dead because women call it thirsty. Chivalry is dead because you can't be a 1960s, 70s, 80 nigga doing shit for a 2010s bitch. For example, we discussed a couple weeks ago with my mom in the living room. Um, I said, my mother used to tell me stories about, my mom told me stories about how life was simple back in the 70s and the 80s and about how guys were simple and down to earth and cool and you know people could hang out and just have a good time and niggas didn't always want to have sex so being young taking those stories and hearing those stories and once I got of age 14 15 16 17 where I was hanging around girls a lot I tried to be that guy that my mother praised because I'm like my mother's still cool with a lot of these guys. And I'm like, well, you know, if that's how women want to be treated, let me try that out. It did not fucking work for me. It did not work for me. It didn't work for me because I'm the type of nigga, if you come over, you know, my homie's there, and you bring two of your homegirls, I'm feeding everybody. What y'all want to eat? Y'all want chicken box? Y'all want sub? Y'all want pizza? All right, cool. Y'all want... No, we ain't... You know, if it ain't about... You know, if it... If it leads to sex, that's cool. But if it don't, that's cool too. Niggas just chilling and vibing, enjoying each other, you know, energy and, you know, conversation. They don't have to have sex. That shit ain't get me nowhere. My pussy rate shot out when I started dogging bitches. When I started being disrespectful, and when I started treating bitches like I did not need them, want them, or even care for them to be around me, that's when bitches started pressing down on my phone. I mean, yeah, because every girl try to be like, um, yeah, I just want to change him. I want to make him be nice. I want to make him to a sweet guy. So, that's where that comes from. Well, that's your fucking fault. They need help. Immediately. Nah, um, chivalry is just, why do you think chivalry is dead? I mean, because women started liking bad boys. Uh-huh. So, when you got women that just want a bad boy because everybody else wants a bad boy. I'm going to charge you. Okay, don't worry about it, go ahead. That's a woman thing or an unhealed thing? I think that's an unhealed thing. Because when you, you know, when you unhealed and you constantly been through shit and you thinking like, damn, when can I catch a break? So you meet this nice guy and, you know, y'all ain't going through shit. You know, he, he's like the, um, he's really like the, uh, you know, your opposite. Mm-hmm. And he just like makes shit better for you. So, yeah, you want to stay with 
I mean, <clears throat> and I totally agree with that. I do believe it's because women like bad boys. Women like the guy that's going to. That's why you see so many women stay with fucked up niggas. Yeah, but they leave the good guy just like that. If he make a mistake. Yeah. But the, you know, and that's why I say women know what type of nigga they dating. Women know what type of guy you are as soon as they meet you. Women play dumb because they rather blindfold themselves and dance with the devil because they want to see the good in everybody. But I don't feel bad for women when they get dogged in relationships. I used to, but I don't. Not no more. Solely because you knew what you were doing. Like I said before, how many futures does he ever have to go through before she settled for Russell Wilson? A lot. Yeah, that's also, you know, with that victimizing mentality. If I'm constantly going through something, like this guy is putting me through something and breaking my heart and hurting me and all this other shit, I can constantly complain. But with a good guy, he's doing everything you want in the way you want it when you want it. So there's nothing to complain about. Because mm-hmm. he's just catering to you. No, they don't. And that's why... And that's why a lot of times... They end up... They wait till they're 40, 50, 60 years old... To finally... I don't want to say settle down, but... Accept reality and just deal with whatever nigga they got. Because too late now. All the good guys you done skipped over or you done let go of... They've been in 15, 20 year marriages now. They happy. Yeah. Cause they went with a white woman. And I'm not saying a white woman make a black man happy, no. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is. But I'm about to explain. Okay. Child just can't be no. Girls didn't like him. They looked over him. They dogged him. They criticized him. And he found love in a white woman. Now black women want him. And now he don't want to come back to black women. He's wrong. But how many of y'all in high school passed up on the Childish Gambino? That anime nerd, weird, hunched over dorky kid. How many of y'all passed up? I'm not saying that women got a date. Uh, 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 a Childish Gambino. No, that's not your preference, no. say dope deal. They want the if we're if we're looking at it now as adults, they might want to fly 
guy that's always in the limelight, always on the strip. Everybody know who he is. In high school, they wanted the football player, basketball player, the popular boy in the school. Women have always wanted that. And when you have guys, because we want to get back to the chivalry aspect, when you have guys that's trying to show women something different, open car doors, say sweet things, go on picnics, she don't want that because you don't smoke, because you don't drink, you're a wallflower. She don't want that. But so Join in the convo. Yeah. So you create a problem where there isn't one, or you find someone who have problems for you to join the convo. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. That's what killed chivalry. That's why men aren't nice no more. That's why men aren't sweet. That's why men aren't respectful. Punching on you. Sadly. I'm being honest. I mean, yeah. That's the way they always end up at. Sadly. Because you didn't want. And that's what I mean. When you look at movies, and when you look at how. What you, what you call it? They walked girls home from school. They would, you know, they would do different things for young ladies. That was sweet. We can't do that now. Females really, it's like, what do y'all want? They want the unhealed guy with all the problems so they can have something to fix. Nobody wants to be with the healed person or be friends with the healed person because you don't have anything to talk about. You're boring. You don't have any problems. And that's what I told my mom. I said, the other day, I said, women want this hood gentlemen they want this nigga to act like NBA young boy but he also for her acts like Russell Wilson that's the most dumbest shit and you can that is a mentality Chivalry is dead. I just feel as though it will we'll, we will never get chivalry back. Yeah. Until black women start to heal, and again, I only speak and you know, only speak on black people. I don't speak on everybody. Um, but until black women start to heal, chivalry will continue to be dead. And we're gonna raise another generation of young ladies who don't like chivalry. So, yeah, no, it's just very sad. Uh, where we at? Hold on one second. Where we at? Okay, so we're going to take a quick break, go pay some bills, and we're going to jump back in. No, okay. 
So, um, we back, we back, we back, we back. Um, I'm going to just jump into it. It's a lot of halfway crooks out here. And what I mean by halfway crooks, um, I'm not going to say any specific names or people, but I will give a... Uh, example? An example. You can't be a woke activist on Facebook or on your or or per se on your Instagram story but you're a dope dealer porn star in your close friends. What I mean by that is my issue is this. We out here protesting. We out here rioting. We out here fighting for change and black equality. But yet we still selling drugs to our people. You can't do that. You cannot do that. Right. It's like you either going to be all the way right or you're going to be all the way bad. Like you can't do both. You can't do both. My, What pisses me off is... We said before, we don't think they'll ever be able to rebuild the Black Panther Party the way it was in the 70s. Again, the Black Panther Party is still around. It's still Black Panther Charters, is one in Maryland. But as militant and strong and dedicated as they was in the 70s, I don't think we'll ever get that. Ever. Again. Because too many of you niggas want to be halfway with it. Mm-hmm. Too many of you niggas want to halfway do shit. Too many of y'all want to have fun and partake in the festivities instead of fighting and doing what's right. The Black Panther Party in the 60s and the 70s, they did not, they were not halfway crooks. They didn't fight for equal rights during the day and hit the club and shit like that at night. They didn't do that. They was all around down for the cause. They dedicated their life to it. I don't know no nigga that's dedicated to black equality, change, and prosperity for his people except for myself and why I say myself because I've read studied and understand how to beat the system a lot of you niggas don't dedicate no time and learning and how to beat the system you can't beat the white man when your pockets on flat what the fuck type change can you make and you broke? See, 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 let's make something clear. We, we wasn't allowing politicians and senators and, 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 and shit like that to fund the Black Panther Party, fund Malcolm X, fund Martin Luther King. No. Black owned barbershops, black owned supermarkets, black owned pharmacies, 
um, Chaka Khan, James Brown, Temptations, black artists was taking money from their accounts, funding and giving money to the campaign for Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, the Black Panther Party, the free breakfast program, the free lunch program, the ambulances. That's what was going on. I'm irritated because you niggas still don't get it ain't about race. It's about class. Poor and rich. And y'all could do all that statistic bullshit y'all want to do. Oh, no, because statistically, black people are more successful than white people. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. If that was the case, the wealth gap would not be as motherfucking wide as it is. The wealth gap would not... Can't none of you niggas tell me the wealth gap between black and white right now. None of y'all. Want to know why? Because y'all don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Y'all have poor money management. Y'all don't do no research. Y'all watch, y'all see an Instagram post, Facebook post, a TikTok, and y'all take that as facts and fucking run with it. Y'all don't do a lick of studying, researching, looking up, none of that bullshit. Y'all don't do none of it. But y'all look at it as facts. The only book you niggas can can say that y'all read is the 48 Laws of Power. If I had a dollar for every motherfucker that told me they read the 48 Laws of Power, if I had a fucking dollar for every Negro that told me he read the 48 Laws of Power, but can't tell me 16 different laws in the, in the, in the, within the 48 Laws, mm. oh, but they can tell you, I'll never outshine that master. They can tell you, never outshine that motherfucking master. Y'all ain't, first of all, I don't see y'all don't even have a master. Y'all not learning shit. In order to to have a master, you must learn. What are y'all learning? Oh, never. Oh, oh okay. So never outshine your manager, huh? Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. That's it. Never outshine your manager. Never outshine your manager. What's blowing me is it's too many halfway crooks out here. It's too many, and it's like, damn. There's no hope for the future. Nobody wants to get rich unless they can do it quick and easy. Mm. Nobody wants to dedicate time. Nobody wants to learn financial literacy. Nobody wants to change. Nobody wants to evolve. Nobody wants to accept. Nobody wants to correct. But everybody want to flex. And that was a bar too. See that? See that? I be rapping, boy. I be rapping, boy. Nobody wants to change, bro, and it's fucked up. I'm sitting there, and I'm looking like, damn. Fred, Hap- Fred Hampton knew it was about class. See, y'all watched that Judas and the Messiah movie and thought y'all knew something. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. That, that, that movie ain't even tipped the iceberg. It really didn't. And I didn't even see it, but I can tell you it didn't. It was too much action to tip the iceberg. From the trailers and what I seen on social media, it was too much action in that movie to tip the iceberg. Fred Hampton knew it was about class. When they presented uh, the credit union to Fred Hampton for black people, I never forget. I watched that uh, that uh, that footage. It was two black men and I think a white man. And Fred Hampton said, "Okay, what's this?" And he was reading through it. Mind you, Fred Hampton only twenty one years old. He was 20, 21. Mm. He said, "Well, what's this right here?" And they were like, the "Credit union, you know, if the people need." Uh, a new car They can come to the credit union If they need a new uh, Limb room set They can come to the credit union So Fred Hampton Reading through it 
he said, I wish it was more, you know, education in here. And they like, what? Fred Hampton said, in, in layman's terms, I'm going to paraphrase it. You can't give people access to money without giving them no knowledge of it. Mm-hmm. They ain't going to know what to do with it. That's why so many people hope and wish for more money. But like me and my mother sat in the living room last night and we discussed money and me day trading and financial literacy and other rich friends that we got and other people that we know. And I said, just because you have a hundred thousand does not mean you're going to spend less. If anything, you're if anything, you're uh what do you call it? You're gonna spend more. When you were spending two thousand for a watch, now you're gonna spend twenty thousand for a watch. So when you had ten thousand and you spent two thousand for that watch, or you think that you ain't gonna do it bigger and better and get a twenty thousand dollar watch, just to flex. Nobody corrects their patterns. Why? Because nobody sees. I damn hair in my mouth. Nobody sees an issue in their wrongdoings, and it's fucked up. They don't want to see the issue because ignorance is bliss. Um, what did he say in the Matrix when he said about ignorance? When they say ignorance is bliss, mm-hmm. he would rather go back to being a sheep than staying woke because he's tired of the same old thing. Let me make something clear: when you fully, when you fully have, when you fully have self awareness and you're fully conscious, and you and you and you uh uh. uh and you out of the matrix, it is boring. TV don't hit the same. Music don't hit the same. Food don't hit the same. I just said, well, a week or two ago, I'm tired of food. Food is not good no more. Like, I'm literally tired of food. So that's telling me I need to fast. I need to fast and maybe go on a water fast for maybe a month. Or maybe go on just a, a smoothie fast for just a month. Because everything is boring. See, there's a point in time when, when you can eat honey lemon pepper wings and you could eat buffalo wings and honey barbecue wings and pork chops smothered in gravy and pepper steak and onions and, 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 and beef and broccoli. You can eat all this shit. Yeah, food was exciting then. But we always <laughs> got to eat like a bear or eat like a rabbit where you only consume vegetables, fruit, and fish. Or you just consume vegetables and, fi- I mean, vegetables and fruit. Oh, it gets boring. It gets boring. It's the same old fool. But for him in that movie to say he missed the, you know, he knows steak ain't real. And he just, you know, he missed the taste of it. Just, he rather, ignorance is bliss. He'd rather go back to being sleep. And that's why he asked Mr. Smith, I don't want to remember nothing. And I also want to be important, like an actor. And I want to go back... Just to, he was going to sell out. Those are the kind of niggas that I have on social media. The sellouts. Y'all maybe nigg- it's time to clean that up. Wait, do what? I said maybe it's time to clean that up. Yeah, it is. And niggas going to be in their feelings when I, when I unfriend and block a lot of y'all. Y'all going to be in y'all feelings. See, I, I understand, like, everybody is in competition. Nobody... Like, everybody's in competition. Nobody's creative. Shout out to Max Zay. That's my dog. Man, Max Zay been politicking and plotting and, 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 and doing a lot of shit as far as this podcast. 
Max Zay is one of the only few people that I can say personally who hold on. Marco text me, hold on, what he said. He said, that's cool, you just on Apex to fuck around and you hop in the games. No, I'm in a no, I'm in the fire room. No, I'm in the fire rooms. Um and, You ain't gotta read your whole text out loud. My bad, I was thinking, my fault. So anyway, um Max Zay been texting me, you know, for the Soul Food Sundays. Honestly, I've been slacking because I've been doing other shit. I haven't even really came up with no topics for Soul Food Sundays. But that's a motherfucker that appreciate the opportunity that you give him. And that's a motherfucker that really want to build and see better for itself. Where that nigga name at? That nigga, that nigga sent me on the next episode. AB, so you see this. Mm-hmm. All these topics. Then the next one, it's in my other phone. I'm about to go to it. But it's... A nigga putting in effort. Teamwork. Teamwork. A nigga putting in effort. Me and Trey G had a two-hour conversation the other night. Within that two-hour conversation, me and Trey G politic, and we talked about so much shit. I put my pride aside to ask him for things that, you know, I don't like asking people for shit. Yeah. I put my pride aside, and I asked him, bro, do you got ABCXYZ because I need this? Because the shit what I'm looking for just ain't that no more And I ain't got time What'd he do? Sent me 10 of them things mm. Even though I ain't using all 10 of them things He sent me 10 of them things 10 of them things That he paid for I didn't even pay for them I, he, I, he paid for them Helped me put You know Got my shit in Spotify playlist and all of that Just off the strength I realized Niggas out of state Is more dedicated and appreciate you more than your own homies and niggas in your state. That's the that's the irony of it. Niggas, you ain't never no homo felt, touched, dapped up, hugged, broke bread with, you know, sat down, shared a meal with. Give you more love and do more for you than the niggas in your state. Yeah. That's why we could never have another Black Panther party. That's why we can never be as militant. And, and 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 I know I'm getting on the men. Oh, I know I'm getting on the fellas. I know I'm getting on the fellas. But it's time for me to get on the ladies. You 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 ladies ain't strong enough to correct your man. You only want to correct him when he's doing something to hurt your feelings. What women don't understand is in order for you to have a better man. You have to be a better you so he can follow suit. Testify. Women act like they don't know that they actually run the relationship. Men don't run the relationship. Hello. The thing is, y'all need to respect each other. Hello. But men don't run shit. Hallelujah. A lot of women don't want to accept that because they don't want to take responsibility. Hashra <sighs> What? No. I'm sorry, go uh-uh. ahead. <laughs> Stop playing. Go, go ahead. Anyway, like I was saying, um, women, we are natural born leaders. Can I say one thing real quick? Why, hold on. No, but I forget. You, you only as strong as your man. I just want to put that out there. And it's coming from a man. You're only as strong as your man. But go ahead. That's why women are natural born leaders. That's why when we're younger, we're often the more responsible child than our brothers, older or younger. They're not as responsible as us, 
they don't even grow as fast as us mentally or physically. And that's and that's and that's what I'm and that's what I was getting to. There'll be no more Angela Davises. For example, Angela Davis just came out as lesbian a couple years ago. She did not let who she sleep in the bedroom with interfere with her political fight. At the end of the day, okay, I'm gay, but I'm black first. Before I open my mouth and tell somebody I'm a lesbian, I'm black. I'm black. I'm an African-American. I'm black. So so what's crazy is you ladies can't be no Angela Day. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Hold on one second. I mean, of course they can't be Angela because they don't want to be as strong as her. I don't know if um, you saw it on Instagram last year. What? Or uh, Twitter. When it was a bunch of black women, a thread of black women saying, um, I'm just tired of being strong. I'm tired of being strong. I don't want to be strong all the time. <laughs> then what the fuck you want to be all the time? They they want to be coddled, want to be taken care of. It's like the women want to switch positions with the men. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to be taken care of now. I want to be coddled. I want somebody else to take all the responsibility now. No. Ew. But That's see, nasty. But see, but and what's fucked up and what's fucked up about that is we'll never have another Catherine Cle- Catherine Cleaver. She made she was she was the head of all the decision making that the Black Panther Party had. The Black Panther Party was started by men, but who was the decision maker? The woman. The black woman. Because not only do you have um your like your um intuition. Yeah, your intuition there from the women, but for men you got that critical thinking aspect. And with women and their intuition they can be creative and you know, tell them, well, you can do it like this instead of doing it like this because it'll make it better for everybody. When mm-hmm. when men just want to get straight to the point, a woman will, will, you know, go around. They'll basically, like, beat the bush a little bit so it can be better for everybody and don't nothing fall back on nobody else. And that's what, I, and that's what I'm saying. There's no... Unity amongst people, amongst amongst ourselves, not even as a group, but you don't have you're not you're not loyal to yourself. You're not dedicated to yourself. So no wonder it's a bunch of halfway crooks running around here. We praise rappers, and I ain't gonna say no particular rappers' names, but we praise rappers for saying some woke shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But what they doing behind closed doors? Raping bitches, beating on women. Mm-hmm. What they drinking and drugging? Drinking and drugging, promoting violence in their music. I don't come off as an activist. I'm just aware. I'm aware of what's going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't come off as an. I don't come off as an activist. I'm, I'm not an activist. I don't see race. I don't. I see class. I know what it is. I understand I'm black and they white, but I know it's much larger than just. Oh, they wait, they not. It's much larger than that. I mean, but that's why they try to keep, you know, so many poor people low vibrational because, you know, if they keep them low vibrational and keep them thinking, oh, it's just about race, it's because I'm this race and you're that race. 
now I can profit off you because I know how you think and I know and how that, to manipulate you. And that why Shorty just bought that one point four million dollar house in Hidden in uh, Hidden Hills, California. Yeah. Because she profited off race. She she seen a she seen an opportunity. See, I'm not mad at her. I, I don't knock nobody. Hustle. How you get your money? How you get your money? I don't knock no hustle. But that goes back into when you were saying you can't have these white oppressors funding the the cause or the movement because they can silence you if they want to. Mm-hmm. George Soros, uh, a white Democrat, who um, funded. Um, Black Lives Matter. Y'all don't know. Y'all just donated all that man. Y'all donated all that money. All that free money to that man. For him to go buy houses with it. And then the black lady bought a house with it. The face of it. The founder. The starter of it. She bought the $1.4 million mansion in Hidden Hills, California. I know. That's the fucked up part about it. So, y'all just getting finessed, really. It's not about race. It's not about all the other stupid miscellaneous shit it's, y'all think it's about. But that's why y'all like these little, uh, these race bait movies. So, movies that get y'all caught up in y'all emotions and shit. So, let's, so, so real quick, so let me make a point. Because you said, you know, profiting off of black race and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Black churches have collected $800 billion in the last 10 years. $800 billion. Your pastor, your uncles, your aunties, your mothers, your grannies, that's pastors and that's into the, and that's, you know, deacons and bishops, they halfway crooks too because they know that shit is a lie. They prophesizing off of it. They, they know it's a lie. And, 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 and over the last 10 years, black churches annually all across America... If you put all the money that they've accumulated, if you take every black church in America and put all the money into a pot, they've accumulated over the last 10 years, $800 billion. Not $800 million, not $800,000, $800 billion. But yet we have now one black supermarket. We have, you know, we don't have any black daycare centers that's, you know, that's built by the church. We don't have any black corner stores no black gas stations no black anything now again down south that's different i'm quite sure they do but i'm saying up north and it should be a black it should be one black corner store and supermarket in every black neighborhood all across the country all across the country it should be one all across the country it should be one all across the country and what the deal is is taken back to people being halfway crooks, prophesizing off being fucked up at night, but having a, a righteous smile during the day. I can't fuck with people like that. I can't fuck with people like that. I can't. To me. It's like I'm scrolling And as I scroll And when I see You know the shit that I see And when I just seen niggas When I just seen niggas You know Marching And screaming and shouting And rioting Last summer But yet Now Niggas don't say This is my thing 
Niggas don't bring up no Black Lives Matter issues until something happens. Niggas don't fight every day. But y'all black every day. Y'all black every day. Every day niggas is black. And that's my thing. You niggas ain't fighting every day. You niggas ain't putting that pressure down every day. Oh, so now Trump out of office and these black motherfuckers getting whacked. Where that pressure at that y'all putting on Trump? With George, uh, with George, uh, was homeboy then they got his, they, they got killed last year. George Floyd, the pressure y'all putting on Trump over George Floyd, where that same pressure for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? We got a black woman in office now. Let y'all tell it. Where that pressure at? Where that pressure? Ain't no pressure because it wasn't real. What I'm saying is the pressure niggas trying to blame the head of state for because it's easier. That's why I said it wasn't. Why real. they not you blaming just... the head of state now? Because it's somebody that they like. Mm. It's somebody that they like. It's easier to put the blame on somebody that you don't like rather than making somebody that you do like realize that they are wrong too. That's why so many black people got fucked up friendships. Cause I, I ain't gonna try to correct my friend because I don't wanna do that. No, I don't wanna I don't wanna make them not like me because I see they wrong and they don't. But my enemy Oh, I'm going to call them out on everything, especially if they're not wrong. I'm going to just say they're wrong just because I don't like them. Yeah. It makes the, no fucking sense. And that's why a lot of people will never have a friend like me. And I'm not making it about me, but okay, Pop. I try to really keep that. When I talk to people, I try to keep that balance, bro. Like, bro, no. If my enemy say some real shit, it's some real shit. When I watch that footage of that white dude running up on that KKK member, when he ran up on that KKK dude and was like, how are you racist, but you have on FUBU shoes? His exact words was, I don't care if a nigga on the company is shoes. I don't care. I don't care. Because he knows it's just shoes. It's tennis shoes. Black people are too emotional. When you're too emotional, you ain't, you ain't never going to be successful. You yeah. know, in, in y'all terms. Because Unless you're in entertainment. Yeah. Uh, emotions and I ask a lot of money don't mix. Mm-hmm. It don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all don't know how to say no. Sometimes you gotta say no to your baby mama. Sometimes you gotta say no to your mama. Sometimes you got to say no to your daddy, your sister, your brother, your aunties, your cousins, your homies, your homegirls. You got to say no. Even if you can do it, you gotta no. You got to have boundaries. Like. That's still no. Even if I got, I don't give a fuck, if I got 100K in cash right now in my pocket, a nigga asked me for $100. No. But what am I giving you $100 for? I need, I need to pay my light bill. If I didn't, if I didn't have no money, how would you pay your light bill? How would you pay your light bill? Would you go out and have sex for the money? Would you go try to hustle for the money? Would you go to the bank and act the bank for, you know, for a loan? Do that. Don't come to me and expect me to give it to you. But and a person that's not emotional, I mean, but a person that's emotional would give them the hundred and then some. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll pay your light bill off for the next six months. Don't, don't worry about it. I'm not doing that. Because then people become dependent on you. When you're emotional... And somebody already knows how you think 
and and they can predict your next move because all they gotta do is tell you some kind some kind of sob story and because you're an emotional person and um you don't wanna feel like oh well I just don't wanna I just don't wanna go to hell because I wasn't able to and I got it. I should I should I already know how you think. I can already finesse you. It's easy. Mm-hmm. You're emotional. I know what your next move is going to be. Because you're emotional. Once you lose your emotions. And I'm not saying act like a robot. I'm saying. No, I'm saying act like a robot. Get your emotions under control. Don't allow yourself to be triggered by any and everybody. Because you can be finessed easily. See, you know, You know how many people just out here on the internet making other people mad because they can do it. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they do it literally just for laughter. Like Wait, so let me so let me so let me tell y'all, right? You have people who try to annoy you. And it's people who try to annoy you. And I put up on my story the other day, I put up a post about Kid Cuddy in a dress. Mm-hmm. And before I before I knew why he did it, now I take back why he did it. Why did he do it? He did it as a tribute to Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain wore the same dress on his performance. I think Kurt Cobain just died or some shit like that. Or he died. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's okay because I don't think a black man should have went on, on national TV in a fucking dress. But I just thought he put Ain't the... Kurt Cobain white? Yeah, he's a rock star. Um, yeah. But a lot of people, he's... A lot of people got their influence from Kurt Cobain. Okay. So, I understood... Okay, that's why he did it. I just thought he just put the dress on because he wanted to be a bitch and wear the dress. So I said I was a huge fan, but no, never mind. Shit like this is weird. Y'all trying to fuck up our babies. Don't come in my DMs trying to make excuses because I'm going to get disrespectful. I don't care who you are. Young lady inboxed me. Wait, what does him wearing a dress have to do with babies? I knew she was trying to agitate me. I know what type of individual this young lady is. She said, "It's." I mean, I said, it's propaganda. They want to make men feminine and gay. She responds, so saying a man in a dress is going to make them feminine and gay? I said, do you know what propaganda is? Yes, I know what propaganda is, but how is saying a man in a dress going to make you gay? I said, so, if you know what propaganda is, then you should know and understand what I am saying. He isn't the only black man that they done stuck in a dress or dressed up as a woman and broadcasted on TV and social media. But until a lot of y'all step out the matrix, y'all won't understand or see the propaganda and that's okay. She did not respond. She wanted me to get upset. And like I said, if you understand the definition of propaganda, propaganda just ain't one thing. It is constantly fed to you. It's constantly broadcasted and showed. So if I say it's propaganda, clearly, him being him just being one man in a dress, no, one seeing one man in a dress ain't gonna make you gay. But when you constantly see shit like that, when you constantly see men doing gay shit, when you constantly constantly see men acting like women, then yes, it can start to make you quite it can start to make a child question and ask, wait, why he can I do this? Because kids' minds are like sponges. Yeah, and if you sticking your baby in front of the TV all day, they're going to obviously start repeating what they see and what and they hear. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, 
a lot of situations occur from us. I'm sorry, take me back to my point. I'm sorry, because I was trying to read and get my head together. So, people like that, what she was trying to do, she was trying to annoy me and get me out of my element. But you can't. I can never let a person on social media make me mad or ruin my mood. Just like the gay dude that tried to come at me when Kay posted uh, yeah. when Kay posted about, you know, the gay dude made a post. He said, high value men be in baby mama's DMs all the time, trying to eat, lick, suck, fly them out, pay their bills, yada, yada, yada. 11-11. And I said, um, and he said, um, so I don't know what Kevin Sang was talking about. So, Eve Cousin shared the post. I shared it from Eve Cousin and said, y'all act like a rich nigga still ain't gonna fuck a bitch because he ain't got he ain't got no sexual discipline. I'm like, so y'all think because a rich nigga fuck you, that means he wanna marry you. The end game is success and marriage. That's the those are the two end games in life. To say I've I'm married or I was married and I'm successful. So Gay dude tried to come in my comments. Uh, what did he say to me? He said some shit about uh, I clearly don't understand or something about something. And I said, I said what I said. He said, okay, since you're ignorant. So he, basically, homeboy called me ignorant. Um, um, homeboy called me ignorant. And I said, I said, okay, have a nice day, sir. Then Blood tried to drop a picture. Then Blood sent me a picture of me like this, you. Humble yourself. I said, I will beat you the fuck up. I said, let me tell you that right now. I said, I'm not going back in the form of social media with no nigga. Unless you're trying to pull up and run a fade, stop. Go ahead now. If I beat you the fuck up. He ain't say shit else. I'm not them other niggas that be in her cousin comments thinking, you ain't going to play with me like that, partner. Like, I'm not them. I'm not, I'm not arguing with no faggy. Yeah, I said it. I ain't arguing with no faggy over no motherfucking, over no, over no, over no high value nigga and no bitch. Nah, I beat you the fuck up. Stop playing with me, bro. He got himself together. Then I called the nigga Tevin Campbell and he ain't say shit. Yeah, go ahead, Tevin. So my point is, he didn't get me out of my element. You're just not going to keep commenting, keep tagging me, saying shit, unless you're trying to fight. I can fight you and be completely normal. I can beat you the fuck up and not be angry. I can just punch you dead in your face and sit back down calmly. You didn't make me mad. I just didn't like what you said. I didn't like it. Not upset, not angry. Just what you but when you learn how to professionally fight, they tell you do not get um, upset. Don't fight out yeah. of emotion. Yeah. So, what other way is there to do it? Skill. Skill. And that's the thing. Like for example, when you're emotional, so, you don't think logically. So, and that's just for example. Back to the halfway crooks and building black unity and being conscious amongst yourself having that loyalty to yourself and then you can have it for your people a lot of y'all can't be loyal to your people and a lot of y'all don't know the difference between being conscious and being aware see a lot of y'all think being conscious and being woke is hating the white man no sir Bob it ain't about it. being conscious and being woke it's not about hating the white man because you because once you become conscious of woke then you understand Wait, what the hell? Okay, there we go. Once you become conscious and woke, then you understand. Uh, shut up. Then you understand uh, what it is. 
for example, I did something the other day that I didn't have to do. A young lady put on her Facebook post. I'm learning to do eyelashes and master this day trading shit. This year will definitely be my year. I hearted the post. I love to see black people day trade. Why? Because I know in this, I know if you take the time out to dedicate all of your time or at least 50 to 60% of your time to day trading, the outcome is lovely. And you can become rich, wealthy, six figures within maybe two years tops. You can. If you dedicate 50%, 60%, or if you're able to dedicate all of your time to day trading. So I said, I'm proud. I don't know. I don't know this young lady. I said, I'm proud of you. I'm, I'm a, I've been a self-taught profitable trader as well. I'm a self-taught, uh, I'm a self-taught profitable as trader as well. I said, if you need any advice, inbox me. I didn't have to tell that young lady to do that. She ain't asked me. I don't know her. She said, she said, do you like day trading? I'm about to join your inboxes with, with questions. I said, yeah, I haven't had a nine to five since 2019. She inboxed me. Now, here we go. She said, her question was, I just, and I'm only telling y'all this to prove to y'all how once I see you, once I see you trying to help yourself close that wealth gap, I'll give you all the tools and resources you need. She inboxed me and said, I started Forex a week or two ago. I lost $150. I took down some notes and shit. I know it's different strategies. I'm just trying to get better at it because I hate my job. I say, use your demo account. Never start off trading your real money. That's a big no-no. She said, yeah, I know that now. I was like, what the hell? But what's some strategies you use, some advice you can give me so I can get better? And sorry if I'm talking your head off. I just haven't been able to get any real help. I said, no, you good. What session do you trade? Do you trade at night or in the morning? She said around 12. I said, p.m. or a.m.? She said, p.m. I said, PM is kind of a late start to catch good trends. You got to get up like 7.45 and trade on a 15-minute time frame. She said, thank you, in all caps, with the prayer hands. And do you use pocket option trading? Once she said that, it clicked in my head. Oh, she with that pyramid scheme scamming company. I said, are you with I Am Academy? She said, um... I said, or are you self-taught? I stay away from I Am Academy. She said, yeah, I'm with I Am Academy. I said, yeah, no, it's a scam. I said, they don't teach you day trading. They teach you to recruit. She said, I was getting that, so I started doing my own research. And I'm trying to see other trading websites and everything so I can learn how to on my own. I flooded her inbox with a million dollars worth of information. Information that I pay for. Information that that, that took me six months well, technically, took Eve six months to a year to find. Six months to a year took a year, six months to find this information. Like, yo, what the fuck? How the fuck? What, what is this? And we had to make mistakes and talk to people and network. The, all the work that I put in, I gave to that young lady for free. Why? Because something in my spirit told me to. And because she's, and because clearly she's taking the time out to learn it. Now, with the information, she can do what she will. She may, she may quit it the shit in six months because she may realize it ain't no get rich quick thing. And you ain't gonna be able to, you're not going to be able to quit your job within two months like you know, like certain people tell you that you can. No, it ain't going to be two months. It ain't going to be three months. No, it's not. But what I'm saying is, if I can help the next black woman 
change the wealth gap in her family and then she will move forward and help another black person then so be it but you don't see me out here preaching all of this black wealth success do this do that rah rah and then I'm going out here doing the complete opposite of what I preach that's why I always say like the oppressors don't give a damn about what you say they care about action y'all think protesting gonna change something huh what protesting do for Martin Luther King got that nigga dome split what protesting is see what did protesting and shit do for uh Freddie Gray and what did the rioting do shit because after Freddie Gay we had George Floyd we had more you know more more hashtags what did what what do protesting and posting hashtags on social media do y'all y'all keyboard activists that's it that shit don't do nothing because y'all ain't gonna change nothing y'all ain't gonna boycott their shows and boycott their jobs and and all of that shit like y'all not gonna do that like just like that show that anybody talking about right now called them on amazon prime if you watched if you plan on watching that show don't we're not don't ever text or call me again and i'm dead ass this go for any of y'all if you're a friend of mine or family member and you listening if you decide to watch that show them if you decide i'm telling you now if you decide to watch that show them our relationship is done i ain't saying i'm important enough or oh i'm special enough no but i'm letting you know if I find out and you tell me, oh, I watched it, yeah, you won't be hearing from me no more. I don't care who you are. I don't. I really don't care who you are. Because that show, I, I didn't even watch it. But the reviews and people that I know that watched it, they're pissed off behind it. So after all the information that I'm about to put out on Facebook about that show, if you continue, matter of fact, no, I already put information out. After all the info that I put out on Facebook about that show and how effed up it is, if you continue to say you want to watch it, no longer contact me, beloved. Um, y'all don't want to boycott these shows. Y'all don't want to boycott and stop eating certain things because why? It's not fun to y'all. Y'all don't really want to give up anything. Y'all want to be entertained and educated, and I say this all the time. This episode really should have been a, a financial boot camp episode. It should have been. But I'm not going to talk y'all. We're not going to talk y'all head off about this no more. Um, I got it off my chest. Stop being a halfway crook. You know, be yourself, be real. Be authentic, and you can't spell bars without putting the R's in it. Say no, for real. Say no, stop. I watch way too much battle rap. But yeah, be yourself. Be authentic. Be educated. Read books. Read. Or even if you don't like to read, listen to audio books. It's the same fucking thing. Stop watching TV. Stop looking at TikToks and using TikToks as your evidence to prove a fact because it's not. Stop looking at fucking Facebook posts and. Using that to prove a point as fact because it's not. I done been there. When I first, I done been there. I done been through every Facebook. I done been through every black conscious Facebook group there fucking probably is. I done been there. And I never once used those pages or those articles on, um, not, I'm sorry, not articles, those posts on those pages to prove my point or anything. I looked it up. See, that's the thing about having a wonderful father. My father said, don't look at the messenger, look at the message. 
take what you get from the messenger and then go on your own travels and find information on it. And if it come back correct, then cool. It was correct. If it don't, then you know, toss it out. Too many of y'all look at messengers. Oh, I ain't listening to him. No, no, I don't like him. Or too many of y'all decide to, uh, uh, too many of y'all decide to, um, you know, just go off of, because a motherfucker on TikTok say some, you know, he say some smart shit. Well, he sound like he's smart. That's the thing. Y'all be getting impressed by big words when big words have so little meaning. Yes. Enormous ain't nothing but big. That's it. That's it, big. Expeditiously is nothing but fast, but y'all so impressed by that word. Why? Quick, fast, in a hurry, expeditiously. Rapidly, like y'all be impressed by shit when understand it because they don't have a large vernacular. I'm impressed by that shit. I'm not impressed by that. Like y'all wonder, like come on, bro. Like like, y'all wonder, like y'all be so impressed. And again, this ain't nothing against Ti. Y'all be so impressed by Ti vernacular. Read a demand. Read probably. Read a book. First off, I mean, I mean, just you know, fuck Ti. Hey yo. Fuck him. What that man do? Nothing to you. Anyway, he be saying all them big words to say nothing. Yeah, he do. No, just, he do. just to say I ate, I ate food today. Like, what are you? What are you? Why? Why did you have to say all that? No, yeah, he do. He do. No, he do. He do. He really. But yeah. Do. Back but, to the regul- regularly scheduled program. Like that's what I'm saying. Like the whole like when he first said the expeditiously shit. Expeditiously just mean with speed and efficiency. That's it. That's literally the real definition of expeditiously. With speed and efficiency. Fast. Quick. Rapido. But y'all don't know shit. Social media has allowed y'all. Y'all have really become. Y'all brain is mush. Social media and TV has allowed y'all to become impressed by simplicity. That's why they be saying anything out their mouth. Like. Shut up. Y'all are, y'all are impressed by that. And again, I am what my generation needed. I'm the I am the one to bring change for our generation. If you if you were born in the eighties and the nineties, I am here to bring change. No, I'm not doing no I ain't gotta use no race bait. No, I ain't gotta be politically correct. I'm gonna tell y'all what the fuck y'all need to hear. And if you don't like it, knock me the fuck out. If you can't knock me out, and if you can't outrun a bullet, Watch what you say to me. That, that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. And again, I like I, what I said the other day. I think I said the other day. I am not untouchable. I am not fucking rocky. I am not six foot five. I am not three hundred and fifty pounds all muscle. No. But if you can't knock me out, and if you can't outrun a bullet, I really advise you to watch what you say, and accept what I'm telling you. Black men and black women. If you ain't ready, you know, to be awakened from your slumber. Stay over there. Yeah. Please. Stay in the Matrix. Matter of fact, a lot, a lot of y'all need to watch that movie now, man. Y'all ain't gonna understand it. Um, We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna jump into the next topic. about the whole halfway crooks and you know the chivalry shit you know I, I had to get that off my chest because 
I see it a lot, and I see the imp- I see the uh, the impact that it has on black people. I see that impact. I see that 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 hole that this shit got, and there won't be change unless we change. can't change a little bit then could you change a little bit and then because you made a you know because you made a few minor adjustments then now everything is copacetic because it ain't it ain't so again just adding a little bit more parsley on the chivalry topic. Respect the black woman with all due respect. You treat her how she treats you. I'm not telling you go above and beyond. But you have to learn how to adapt. Say good turn. Uh, what do you what do you say? Uh uh fucking uh good say. He said uh Sega turned to Genesis. Genesis turned to Xbox. You gotta change with the game. You can't remain the same. Change with the game. You can't remain the same. You gotta change it with the game. So, my thing is, if a woman is not requiring you to open doors, don't open no damn doors. But then again, if you meet that chick and if she don't know no better, try it out. But don't continue to do it. For all you halfway crooks out there, y'all are the destruction of the black, you know, of the black community. You halfway crooks out there, you niggas that wanna dipple and dabble in that street shit, but also fight for your people. You the reason Huey P. Newton got killed. You the reason Fred Hampton got killed. That's why, that's what you are on the wrong side of the fight, coon. So like I said, don't dipping and dabble in street shit. But uh, but also wanna riot and cry when the when the, uh, when the, when the, uh, when the police shoot us. Don't do that. Don't dipple and dabble now. Don't dipple and dabble. It's either you with us or against us. Don't poison your people and then wanna fight for them. Who who poor? Why are we going through this? What is going on? Black power, black lives matter. Don't, don't do that, bro. Don't do that, sis. Don't do that. Ladies, y'all need to heal. Y'all need to read Sacred Woman or something. Y'all need to heal. Hmm? They need to be better. If you, hello. We equal out here. We equal. Mano, we mano. Side by side, stepping with the big dogs. If you are unhealed woman, you gonna have an unhealed man. There, nowhere in the history of niggerdom have you ever seen a healed man with an unhealed woman, and she's not healing. That's a fact. He gonna let her know and he gonna let her go. He ain't dealing with that shit. I'm bugging the fuck out. 
man, like I said, until the black man see the black queen as his equal, there will never be progress. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna jump to the next topic. What we got? How did social media ruin the mystery? I'm tired of seeing ass. I'm honestly, I'm tired of seeing ass. Like, I wake up eight o'clock in the morning and see ass. I'm scrolling three o'clock in the afternoon and see titties. It's eleven o'clock at night. I see titties. I'm tired of seeing ass and titties. I never thought I would say that. Never thought I would say I would be tired of seeing ass and titties. I never thought I would say something such and such. That's all they got to offer is ass and titties. And it's like everybody got an OnlyFans. Or everybody just wanted to be promiscuous. Wasn't we talking about that earlier? Every woman. See, this something you niggas got to accept. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you listening and you a nigga and you got a girl, your bitch promiscuous. You just ain't bringing it out of her. Every woman have that promiscuous side. Every woman want to, you know, they want to be sexy and be that sex symbol. Every single woman want to be promiscuous. Everybody has their definition of hoe. If we go off the actual definition of hoe, which the Google definition, which means prostitute, I'm talking about we all have that definition where, oh, no, she a hoe. How she a hoe? You know, so what I mean by promiscuous, I mean... You know, she a little freaky. She a little, you know, she got a little spice to it. She want to show a little cleavage. She want to wear some little short, 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 a little butt cheek. If your bitch ain't trying to do that, you just ain't bringing it out of a champ. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's on poverty. You ain't bringing it. Hold on. But he talking to you? Oh, okay. So, you know that, you know, that's just that. At the end of the day, social media has ruined the mystery of sex. Because it's just all out there. You got bitches spreading their coochie on the timeline. You got dildoing their coochie, having sex, sucking dick. It's just everywhere, and it's bad. Yeah, like, at one point in time, yeah, yeah, it's something someone that is niggas buying you feel like niggas buying it if niggas wasn't buying it they wouldn't be selling it but ladies y'all have ruined the mystery of sex because it was like y'all out here wearing uh y'all out here wearing lingerie with jordans it was a point of time that was for the bedroom it was a point in time if a nigga wanted to see some lingerie or see some cleavage or you know or see a little arrow or a little cleavage he had to really put in work y'all wearing that to the club now 
y'all wearing full lingerie sets with Air Force Ones to the club. And put in sticker. That is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So you got your titties and nipples out in the real world. Stroking the streets, in the club, at 7-Eleven after the club. Going to get some subs or some wings or pizza after the club. You got your titties out in the lingerie in the streets. But you put it on social media and you want to put, put some stickers over it. Oh, that's where you draw the line. Social media where you draw the line. You don't show no titties on social media. But you show your titties in real life to everybody outside. Please. Please. Carisha, please. <laughs> come on, bro. Like, seriously. Like, come on, bro. Every nigga in their inbox only want sex. And why? I didn't. Bro, like, I swear to God, they don't. Bro, nothing is like, bro, it was a point in time, bro, when I was younger. I never forget. Twerk video was first dropped. And. I beat my meat to a twerk video. This was 2011, 2010. The girl name was Taylor. I don't fucking know. Turk Team Taylor or some shit like that. Whatever the fuck her name was. But she was twerking the pimp seat popping for pimp. And that shit blew my mind seeing that shit on Facebook. Bro, niggas, bitches wish they had their jeans pulled down a little bit. Let a nigga see that G-string. Niggas, bro, What? Let a female walking up, you know, walk in the store with some cleavage showing. Niggas was drooling. Nigga, first of all, Friday, a prime example. Miss Parker had a little butt cheek out, and them niggas was lusting. <laughs> you gonna be fuck, Miss Parker? Huh? Nothing. Come on, bro. You bitches just got it everywhere now. Then y'all showing it for $3. Y'all showing you will show me your entire pussy hole for a monthly subscription of three dollars. I buy it, but that's not the point. The point is that's not the point. The point is it's. I'm gonna have a credit card. It's like no, but look, like no, but look. I'm just saying, like you know, like. Three dollars. It's E three dollars. A McDonald's meal costs more than three dollars. But for three dollars I can see you do everything under the sun. And you wonder why niggas don't try no more? Y'all blame us for not trying. What the fuck we gotta try for? No, try so it was a yo. Let it, a nigga used to be happy and kick his heels to get the second base. Uh, let him get the second base. And let him get to touch the coochie. No, 
Oh uh, yeah, that's, that's that is third base. So what the fuck is first base? Okay, so second base he get you know he kicked his heels for second base. Third base, that nigga was about to cry. Let him hit that home run. He will never forget it. It was niggas getting they it was niggas getting they eye punched in for grabbing bitches butts. Come on, bro. Talk all that city girl bullshit. A nigga gotta buy me a bag. A nigga gotta do this. Nigga ain't gotta do shit, bitch. Stop lying. You're lying. All you gotta do is make you laugh. That's it. I told my mama, I said, it's so easy to get coochie. If me and you was to break up the day tomorrow, what's today? Today's Saturday. I could have, within the next week, I could have three or four different chicks at, at our house. That's how easy it is. And that's just off me being a chef. Me knowing how to cook. Not to mention, oh, you so different. Like, you just like, like, you be knowing what you be talking about. Like, you got like, book smart, street credibility. Like, shut up, bitch. I'm lying. I'm not what you think. I am not with you. Well, you know, all those things you said weren't true, young lady. But the point is, master of manipulation, the art of seduction. You niggas ain't got no game because y'all don't read. That's why you niggas ain't got no motherfucking game. Y'all don't read. That's why they ain't got no game. I manipulated her on her drawers. No, you did not. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I still, I still, I still manipulated them drawers, though. Oh, so you wanted to give it up? Got it on, got it on audio. Got it on wax. Got it on wax. Oh, so you wanted some of this sweet beat? So you wanted some? Oh, so you wanted some of this stroke master? shit is just gone the mystery of it is gone and um it's too far gone a lot of shit we will never be able to get back because once it's on the internet it's on the internet somebody got a screen recorded me or I'm saying, 
bitches be posting shit on the internet and it's on there forever because somebody. Yes. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Come on down. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, what's on the internet on that family? Somebody got it on their computer and their phone and their Google Photos. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. It's somewhere. So, you know, what's on the internet is on the internet forever. And I just want you ladies to understand that, you know, save something to the imagination. It's easy to get news from y'all. Bitch, I meet you 2 o'clock. I'm saying you're pussy by 4. God damn. That was easy. But then, but then, let me blame the guys. Y'all should have more sexual discipline and not be nasty like that within two hours of conversation. So, you know. Peace and a bucket of hair grease. 